0: we don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It still gives us the life live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws
1: us, even if we don't realize it, to God. And good
2: morning. Good morning. I'm Heather Carroll. I'm Teresa Curley. And you're listening to Real Presence Live this fine Monday morning. I guess a lot of snow is happening across our listening area. So hope everybody. Has their snowblower still out. And hopefully this is the last snowstorm of the winter. Oh, isn't she cute? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. In January, she had said winter was almost over. It is. Well, I took a photo, so <laughs> I was... She's from... Just to do a disclaimer, she's from South Carolina. Well, so I was at the Mustard Seed Saturday, and I left here like at 5.30, and it was still so bright out, and it was nice and warm, and I had to take a photo as evidence that spring is on its way. It is on its way. We can be hopeful in that. But before we get too far in our show this morning, let us do a morning prayer. In the name of Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Lord, help me to live this day quietly, easily. To lean on your great strength, trustfully, restfully; to wait for the unfolding of your will, patiently, serenely; to meet others peacefully, joyfully; to face tomorrow confidently and courageously. Amen. Amen. In the name of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. That was by Saint Francis of Assisi. Really, yeah. I never heard that before. I thought it's it was super really beautiful. cool. So, welcome to those that are just turning us on. We are Real Presence Live here this morning, and we're broadcasting out of the back room of the Mustard Seed in Sioux Falls. People think it might be glamorous. It is not. It's the box room.
1: If you're in Sioux Falls, though, come by and...
2: See us. Yeah. (laughs) You're always welcome (laughs) to come hang out with us and watch. We've got a great show lined up for you today, and we're going to jump right in with Madeline Shields, who is here with us in our fine studio. Madeline, thanks for joining us.
1: Well, thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here this morning. What a great way to start off the week. I know.
2: I know. A little plug. So tell the listeners what it is you do for work.
1: I am the director of the Bishop Dudley Hospitality House. And if you don't know what that is, it is a homeless shelter here in Sioux Falls. We have 100 uh, beds for individuals and seven family rooms. So we have 80 beds for men and 20 beds for women. And um, we're busy. We are extremely busy, which I I don't like to report that um, because, you know, all of our hope would be to close a homeless shelter, that we wouldn't Mm -hmm. need it. Right. And um, that is just not reality Mm -hmm. at all. We're an emergency homeless shelter, which means that anybody can come in um, whenever, you know, they need us. And so we're we're a day shelter and an overnight shelter. So our day shelter hours are 8 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. And from 6.30 p.m. until... 7am. And so we close from 7am to 8am and that's when our guests are able to go over across the street where there's a feeding ministry called the banquet and they can eat breakfast there and then they can come back right at 8 o'clock and then um, do whatever it is they need to do for the day. Whether it's um, um, just look looking for work, um, just need a place to shelter mm-hmm. um, um, and then we we also are closed between five thirty and six thirty, and that's when we have a shift change from the day to the evening and the overnight. Um, and that's um, that's a time when we can get everything set up because we actually check all of our guests in. Um, we have electronic tablets, and so that we know every single person who's in the building at night. Very cool.
2: So, during before you even started the show this morning, we'd asked how you how busy you are. So, tell us what the normal busy looks like?
1: Well, the normal busy is, um, you know, our day shelter is open to anyone who wants to come in. Um, We have lunch every Monday through Friday at 1130. And so we have a lot of people who live in our neighborhood who come in and they have lunch with us. Um, All of our services are free and um, people can sign up to do their laundry for free. We provide the laundry detergent Mm. and um, the dryer sheets and... Um, so we have a lot of resources there for people who are who are living in poverty.
2: And do they have to like bring in, in paperwork to show how poor they are or where they're at on whatever, whatever? Are there hoops to jump through? Is what I'm asking?
1: Absolutely <laughs> not. We are open doors and open arms to anyone who wow. needs us. So you know that's that's the the mission of the bishop dudley hospitality house is that we are there for anyone who needs us mm-hmm. we have folks in that, that live in our neighborhood who are lonesome they um live in the neighborhood and they just come in for lunch because they're in the in the day shelter area and they just they don't want to eat alone they won't mm-hmm. don't want to be alone they're elderly um and they just come they mm-hmm. come I love in that. Yeah. So you know, so when when you think of a homeless shelter, a lot of people have a, a predetermined um, idea of what it yeah. is or what it looks like or who the guests are. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd be completely surprised. So anybody who is listening, um, if you're in Sioux Falls or if you're outside of Sioux Falls and you plan to come here, please contact the Bishop Dudley House and we will get you a tour. Mm-hmm. I give tours every week. Um, people are amazed yeah. at what. Our facility looks like Mm -hmm. and the services that we provide there Um, we are
2: we are busy well and i think the important part about the bishop dudley house is you treat everyone that walks in as if it was your own brother or sister walking in and so the facility itself is very nice (laughs) I mean, very nice. And how old is that facility now, would you guess?
1: Right. So um so what, what the the Bishop Dudley House opened its doors as an emergency homeless shelter overnight and dayside um in two thousand fifteen. And so we're relatively new mm-hmm. and so a lot of people, you know, they know that we're a homeless shelter, they but they haven't seen it or they yes. haven't been in or they don't know very much about it. Um it was the Good Shepherd Center before that, and it was an emergency drop in center during the day only, 8 to 5. Okay. And it was in downtown Sioux Falls for many, many, many years, since the 1980s. And so um, in 2015, there was a, a great need for um, emergency homeless shelter for people in, in our city. Yeah. What's the difference between an emergency homeless shelter and just, I don't know, a normal? homeless shelter well we are designed uh, for people to get in and then get back on their feet as quickly as possible and so um, we also when we when we talk about we're an emergency homeless shelter we are the only shelter that allows people in who have been using or under the influence and so that really sets us apart from everyone else so when we say we are open arms and open doors we are Mm. Um, And we're the only one in the state. Wow. Because it's just not, you know, we have a lot of our our brothers and sisters who have addiction issues and alcoholism. Um, They have nowhere to go. Um, If they can't be in their home with their families, um, they need to be somewhere and they need to be safe. And we need to connect them with the resources that are available to them to help them get on a path to recovery. Or you know healing and so you know that's really what you know our mission is and it's treating people with dignity and compassion and respect Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, because when we're at our lowest is when we need to be the most accepted Mm -hmm. and and a lot of our guests I'm not gonna lie they're difficult to love they are the hardest uh, people to love however that's what we're called to do And that is what our staff does every single day. Um, It's difficult work, but it's very rewarding. And anyone who has a couple of hours of volunteer time, we'd love to have you come in. We have so many opportunities, whether it's serving lunch, if it's cooking lunch, if it's helping clean up after lunch, um, answering the phones at the reception desk, um, helping with check-in in the evening. You know, we do go through people's bags, but the staff does that. I think there's a misconception that if they see it on our website and say, oh, I don't want to dig through somebody's bag to check mm-hmm. people in, sure. you don't have to do that as a volunteer. <laughs> you get to greet them and open the door and say, Welcome to the Bishop Dudley House. I hope you're doing fine. And, um, and then once they're in the door, what can I help you with? It's, it's a lot of turning on showers and um, trying to sign people up for laundry and answering the phone because we get a, a lot of calls yeah. from people. Yeah. that that want to know um if uh do we have openings and and how how they go about coming in, so we just need extra support through our volunteers We need people who if you're an early riser, come and help us wake people up in the morning mm. because wake up starts at six a m and um that's you know,
2: not a job I'd be good at no i because I, I wouldn't want to be up
1: either I, <laughs> exactly um. We're, well, I know there's a lot of insomniacs out there. So even people who can't sleep at night, who are night owls, instead yeah. of, instead of watching old reruns on TV, come on down Coming to the Bishop out. Dudley House. We have a volunteer coordinator named Danny Ferguson, and she's on our website. Shoot her an email and say, "Hey, our overnight staff would love to have some company because yeah. usually people don't volunteer in the middle of the night. Right? But, right? But there's people out there who who never thought that that it was an opportunity." Yeah. So we'd well, love it.
2: And you had said that normal capacity. I don't know if we got to the numbers of that sure. part yet. Because normal capacity, no overage. What would that be?
1: Right. If we had just our a full house as is, is 80 men and um, 20 women, um, and then our seven family rooms, and they're the size of a, a double queen motel room. Mm-hmm. So, um, so typically 100 individual guests would be Capacity. Uh, we see anywhere from 145 guests overnight to um, the last couple of weeks have just been incredibly, incredibly busy. Mm. Um, and, you know, we don't really have a rhyme or reason as to why and where right. people are showing up from. Um, But our numbers have fluctuated from 170 guests to 186 guests. Oh, my goodness. Individuals. So
2: you're 80 over capacity. Yeah,
1: we're going to be 80% some nights. And so it's it's really challenging. Um, They get a mat on the floor and um, a set of sheets. And, you know... Rather than be outside in our weather, they're very grateful for that. Wow. And so that's that's kind of how it's been the last couple of weeks. And now I just looked this morning and our numbers were back down to about 144 individuals. Which is the norm for you Which guys. is kind of the norm, which is over in the wintertime. Yeah. Um, in the summertime, um, it's it's quite a bit lower. You know, people are transient in the summer. They go and they... Um, they Go other places. They look for work. Right now, you know, there's there's people who come here and they're looking for work because our unemployment rate is so low. Mm-hmm. And they get here and they realize there's nowhere to rent. There's no apartments mm-hmm. available. And if there is, it's it's so expensive. It really is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the challenge that we see in a growing city. And we are, you know, we collaborate with the city and with the police department and and with our EMS and the hospitals and. You know there are many many factors why people come to Sioux Falls because there are a lot of resources here yeah. um, and so we end up with a lot of those guests who are coming here for other reasons as well
2: Wow so in hearing you say the numbers of people that are staying
1: do you turn anyone away we do not turn anyone away wow. who is who is um, in need of shelter however if someone is extremely violent Um, if someone is um, a, a danger to themselves or a danger to our staff or to the other guests, then yes, we have to turn them away yeah. because we can't house people. We have a lot of people who are there working. And so, you know, we need to make sure that it's a safe environment for everyone who's staying. Mm-hmm. And so there are people, yes, that we cannot let in. And so then we will call the police and the police will transport mm. them. They'll find other other means for them. Um, we try to keep that to a minimum. Um, you know, we're very, our staff is really good about separating mm-hmm. um, our guests And, um, you know, keeping the workers together where it's in, in a quiet, quiet space. So we we work really hard to accommodate as many people as we can. Wow. I love it. I love it. Well, if
2: you're just tuning in, we're talking with Madeline Shields from the Bishop Dudley Hospitality House. She's the executive director over there. Just kind of give us an update on what's going on over at the Dudley House, how it's been this winter. Um, She's going to stick with us through this break, and when we come back on the other side, we're going to chat with more about the Bishop Dudley House and how you can help your local homeless shelter. Stay with us. More Real Presence Live right after this.
0: Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.
2: Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, the Executive Director of Riverview Place in Fargo. The blessing of our foundation built on faith and our sense of fellowship strengthens our sense of safety, security, and community. This is what the region has come to rely on at Riverview Place for the past 35 years. We'd love to have you join us. Call 701-237-4700 to set up a tour today or check us out at homeishere.org.
0: You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome
2: back. I'm Heather Caro. I'm Teresa Curley. We are your hosts this morning broadcasting from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Thank you for joining us on this beautiful Monday morning. It's a short week for me. I'm going on a trip later this week. That's right. (laughs) Lucky. (laughs) We're talking with Madeline Shields today. She is the Executive Director of the Bishop Dudley Hospitality House. And she's been sharing with us uh, just how things have been going at the Bishop Dudley House. I wanted to ask you a personal question. I'm going to throw you under the bus right now. All right. Forewarning. She can take anything. I know her. (laughs) So, previous to being the Executive Director of the Dudley House, you were also part of the banquet, which the banquet, for our listeners, they think of our fundraising banquet, where we bring in a speaker and it's this big fancy ball and blah, 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 blah. But for the city of Sioux Falls, the banquet is a place where people who um, don't have a lot can go get a meal. So what brought you into this line of work?
1: I don't know. I can, I can honestly say... Um it was it was just by pure happenstance. Um, I worked at the banquet um, in many capacities. Um, that is a feeding ministry that serves about two hundred thousand meals per year to people who are um, living in poverty um, or you know homeless in poverty, working poor, and um, I fell in love with the guests there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, moving. Even back further, uh, my first my first life, I was a, a news reporter and a journalist, and I worked in um, radio and television and in a little bit of newspaper. Um, freelanced, um, anchored the news um, for. Thirteen, fourteen years. Wow. Then I stayed home because I had three little boys, and it wasn't conducive to go chasing tornadoes. And <laughs> when you have three little boys under you have five, three little tornadoes <laughs> at home, <laughs> exactly. So I stayed home for about four or five years, and then I got a call, kind of out of the blue, that said, "Hey." Um, we could use a special events coordinator here at the banquet we they, they give away school supplies, they give away a Christmas project, hygiene items. you know they help um, in many different facets than just food and i 'm mm-hmm. like no, i don 't have daycare i don 't have anything and Well, you think about it, and that was over the weekend and I showed up on monday morning, and it was that was it, that was I, never, it. I never i never i 've been doing this ever since so wow. Um, in September of 2019, the, um, the executive director position came open at the Bishop Dudley House, and I was looking out the window, because we're right across the street yeah. from each other, and I'm like, hmm. And my youngest son went to college, and so I was like, what am I going to do? So I thought, well, I'm going to throw my hat in the ring and see what happens. And now the rest is history. I've been there since the fall of 2019. And I love it. I absolutely love it. I love the guests. I think um, there's a misconception of who homeless people are Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. that there's a fear. Mm -hmm. Um, And I always, when I go out to speak to people, I said, you know, people who look different than we do are always, um, they're intimidating we we have trepidation of approaching um, because something in our brain tells us they're different and um, could be, could be, um, you know, unpredictable. Mm-hmm. And so those little hairs on the back of your neck stand up, right? And you know to be cautious that's sure. that's a that's a, that's a mechanism that our brain gives us, um, however our guests are probably the most lovely, loving, caring. Um, they care about each other. They will give you the shirt off their back literally. Um, and I think once we see people and we meet people and we talk face to face and we see some of the challenges that they're going through and that we've gone through in our lives, we find out that we're a whole lot more the same than Mm -hmm. we are different. Mm -hmm. Um, and now I also caution people is that, you know, when we meet new people or people that look like us, we don't get that hair on the back of the neck that stands up. And, you know, really, it's not the scary people you have to worry about becoming a victim to. It's the people that you trust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, that you know, we have to always remember to, to have your guard up. Not just when you're dealing with the vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And so that's a safety thing that I talk to a lot of students about, too. You know, that you, know, you should really be leery of, of any new stranger that you meet, but yeah. open. Yeah. But open, you mm-hmm. know. And, and so I, I want people not to be afraid to come in to our homeless shelter or even your homeless shelters wherever you live. Um, come in. See if there's something you can volunteer with. See if you can serve a meal. Um, That's usually a way to break the ice um, because you will walk away with so much more Mm -hmm. than you have ever given.
2: So let's talk about uh, the people that do stay there Um, because I, I have a big soft heart. I mean, I just, I can see every human and I can just be like, oh, but maybe, you know. And so talk about how difficult that must be for them. That they're in this situation having to live in a homeless shelter.
1: Right. And, it, you know, for for many people walking through those doors for the very first time, it's terrifying. Yeah. Because um, they can't believe they're in this situation. They're afraid mm-hmm. because they've never been in a homeless shelter either. And they have all those same fears and and, you know... They're, they're worried about who else is here. Am I going to become a victim? Is my stuff going to get stolen? Is what's going to happen to me if I come here, but I can't, I have nowhere else to go. And so those fears are real. Um, but then, you know, after a little bit, you see that people are really helpful to each other. (laughs) They look out for each other. They help. And, And I'm not just talking about the women. I'm talking about the men as well. Um, They become friends um, who are staying there. They help each other. They give them a hand up. Um, There's a a camaraderie of, yeah, I've been there. This has been a really big challenge, and Mm -hmm. here's what helped me. Um, I hear people helping each other with um, resources, saying, you know, have you checked with, you know, Center of Hope, or have you checked with uh, St. Vincent de Paul? Um, Some of those um, little bits of advice. Mm -hmm. Um, But... Inherently, people are good, and they just find themselves in very difficult situations. And that's what we see every single day. The other challenges that we face um, on a daily basis are um, people with mental health issues. South Dakota has really no resources for people who are chronically homeless and um, have no income, Mm -hmm. no insurance, and they are in a homeless shelter. Mm. Um, there's, you know, so many challenges, and dealing with mental health and trying to stay on medication when you're homeless and not being housed is a huge problem that we somehow need to at least um, create some more housing opportunities for people. You know, people in homeless shelters, um, uh, many are felons as well. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to find a, a place to live when you've um, been rehabilitated, you've, you've served your sentence, you've come out of prison, you've turned your life around, you've gone to all the counseling, and you just want to get back on your feet. But there's nowhere to go because no one will rent to you because of the crime-free multi-housing um, packs that there are in mm. so many cities. And so that's really, really difficult for a lot of our guests who are trying to get their life back in order and, and back on track.
2: So let's, we only have a few minutes left, so let's talk a little bit about some of the resources that Deadly House offers their um, residents versus, like, a normal sure. homeless shelter.
1: Yeah, we have, um, so, you know, we're, uh, not only do we um, feed the soul, Uh, but we have spiritual guidance, too, where we're feeding the soul and the human, um, both. And so we have Deacon Henry comes on Tuesdays. We have um, Deacon Glenn, who comes on Wednesdays. We have Church on the Street, which is some of our partners that um, reach out to the homeless community. They come on Thursdays. Uh, We have Southeastern Behavioral Health, which um, makes appointments with people once a week um, to try to help them um, evaluate their mental health. We have called to freedom, which um, they they uh, are ask people about. They work with people who have been trafficked, either labor trafficking, sex trafficking, um, extortion. Mm -hmm. There's so many um, vulnerable people end up as victims. Um, So those are there's lots of challenges. we have uh, lunch groups that come in you know um, we're always looking for new lunch groups it's about two hundred dollars to serve our hundred and forty hundred thirty hundred and forty do- um, people oh. so it's very reasonable um, and it takes a couple hours so we are always looking for lunch volunteers um, come as a group it's four or five people got it you get it done um, we um, we have lots of different resources. You know, we have showers, we have te- um, technology, we have um, phones and tele- um, phones and um, computers for people mm. to use there in our day room. Um, so there's lots of um, lots of resources. Um, there's Face It Together comes in. They're an organization that helps people get into recovery. We have Choices Recovery, and they come and they talk about addiction services mm. that are out there. We work with the Link, which is a it's like a detox that's run by the um, city and the two hospitals. So, so
2: there's, there's a lot
1: going on. There's a lot going, <laughs> a lot going on. And we have um, the nurses. We have the Coyote Clinic from um, University of South Dakota resident doctors. Sure. They come in. Um, they'll be there tonight. As a matter of fact. Wow. So yeah, it's it's a happen place. It's busy. And if you have any kind of um, anything you want to share with our guests, we would love to have people come in. Yeah. So
2: how can people help if they're listening and, you know, let's say they're up in Bismarck and they have their own homeless shelter up there. What are some ways they can contribute to their own homeless shelter?
1: Well, call ahead. That's my first, my first please call ahead because so many people think we need stuff that we don't want. (laughs) Sorry, just to say it. Um, I'm glad you did. Because, because you know what, we need what we need. And we don't, most homeless shelters don't have a lot of extra space. So when you're cleaning out, you know, your cabinets and stuff and you want to give us, do not give us crock pots. Please don't. We don't need coffee pots. We don't need irons. We don't need, you know, we have an iron for when people have a job interview. We That's all we need. Um, your, your lamps and those things, take them to... To Goodwill or to your St. Vincent de Paul or yes. wherever, whatever thrift store is helping folks. Yes. Um, because it takes staff time to sort through all of that. Yeah, and then you have um, to deal with it. Right. And it's very challenging. Um, you know, gloves, hats and gloves, always need those. Um, food and um, hygiene items, mm-hmm. soap, shampoo, conditioner, um, uh, Toilet paper. Oh my gosh, toilet paper <laughs> and money. Of course, don't forget money. Yeah. We have a one point five million dollar budget to keep the Bishop Dudley House open every Holy every Moses. month or every year. I'm sorry. And we have um, you can donate online to most of these places, mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. just like at the Bishop Dudley House, what we're asking people now to do is to do a recurring donation. Yeah, you don't need to give us one big chunk and hurt yourself. Twenty bucks a month mm-hmm. is. Is a miracle for mm-hmm. the for places like the Bishop Dudley House. Well,
2: and usually you have your want list online. It is. If people just go out and look mm-hmm. at your local homeless shelter. They'll say we really need a socks this this month or this yes. week or whatever it might be. So um, yeah, thank you, Madeline, for coming in and yeah. sharing with us and putting uh, homeless shelters back on the radar for our listeners.
1: Absolutely, and thank gearing you.
2: Gearing up for the summer.
1: Yeah, we love the summer. We (laughs) love the summer. It's slower.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's good. All right, so can you give out the website just in case? Sure.
1: It's bdhh.org. It's pretty
2: easy. Bishop Dudley Hospitality House. bdhh.org. All right, Madeline Shields, thanks so much for joining us today.
1: Thanks for having me. Have a great week. Thanks, you too.
2: All right, folks, more to come on Real Presence Live. Teresa and I will have our banter time. You never know what we're going to talk about during that. But you'll just have to stay tuned to see. (laughs) Surprise, (laughs) surprise around the corner. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Stay tuned. More Real Presence Live right after this.
0: Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network.